Welcome to You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Brent Sullivan. We're here. We're queer. Help! Textual healing. So, Vice President Mike Pence, big, big, big uh, ally to the gays. (laughs) (laughs) You mean Uh, Daddy Pence? (laughs) Ew. Mike Pence uh, was at an event. he was at an event in D.C. honoring National Adoption Month, and he he said he um, he couldn't be more proud that at President Trump's direction, um, they were uh, talking about a new proposed rule in which the Trump administration would allow taxpayer-funded adoption agencies to refuse to place children in LGBTQ homes. Um, and this, of course, would be implement uh, turning over an Obama-era um, piece of uh, legislation. Yeah. So, obviously, we shouldn't be surprised. Nope. Um, no, it's just a systemic thing that they've been doing piece by piece. Don't do a big thing. Do it little by little. Yeah. Un- undermine the yeah. the rights and integrity of, yeah. of this and he, group. And, he and, said, it, and they think if you if they do it that way, you won't notice. Right. And it was and this is all and about also religion. Because they, they say we don't – Trump – and that's every time you meet a gay Republican, they're always like, well, Trump said this or yeah. – or, you know – Trump said this, and and everyone's like, oh. You point to a list of 20 little things that they've done to take away rights in little pieces, little bits of the community. This one, I I will say, so uh, do you want to just get— No. Yeah, I think think we're good. Uh, I will say this one is— this one is—I've always had the belief that the base belief for why conservatives don't think gay people should raise children is that they just think we're all child molesters. Yeah, when in reality, straight people are the largest majority of people who are arrested and accused of child molestation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. but uh, <laughs> No, it's true. Statistically, um, it's true. But it's just, it's also, it, to me, this is so fringe that if you really look at most polls about gay adoption, it's, it's really a no-brainer. Yeah. Most people don't think that Anyone gay or straight would go to an adoption agency so they could find yeah. a, a person to right. to abuse. Right. Correct. And but it's not for them. It's for Pence's base. It's of it's, course. It, but but it's it. But even that is a small base. Sure, but it's a. But we learned in you know states like Wisconsin, uh, Michigan. That all you need is a small little bit to win yeah. that state, yeah. and it's these small little bits that if you piss off there. enough people and excite another people in these niche communities, a couple hundred votes could sway a state and get a doofus a presidency. Yeah, and it feels fringe. You're saying it feels fringe in the sense that it's, it feels so. Um, even to me, it reminds. It feels very evangelical. It feels very Bush era. It is, and it's just it's wild that. It's just wild. It it feels so nostalgic in a weird way. It does. It yeah. feels weirdly nostalgic. Does it give you the warm fuzzy? I was going <laughs> to say, Elliot's oh, getting a semi from this. <laughs> he says he he gets the uh, Pence has the warm fuzzies. He's even he even said at the event, "I'll make you one. I'll make you even one more promise. Child welfare providers will never be forced to choose between their faith and serving those in need. Not on our so, watch." W- one thing I don't know if we've talked about. I remember sending this to you, Alan, um, many months ago, but. Uh, when Brett, when Brett Kavanaugh was nominated to the Supreme Court, I started looking into just statistics of abortion because I have no idea how many abortions are just conducted. Yeah. And in a state like Michigan, I was actually able to find some really good statistics in Michigan. So Michigan is a state of about 10 million people. One in 10 pregnancies in Michigan is terminated. Mm. One in 10. So think about this for a second. If Pence got his way and was able to ban abortion like he wants – and on top of that, he wants to eliminate, a, albeit a small but willing group of participants in the adoption pool. Think about how many more children would need homes. Yeah. Uh, presuming that that some of those individuals who are no longer allowed to have an abortion yes. would have the child and what would want to give it up for adoption. I mean, Correct. even without abortion, like 
two things with with uh, adoption that and adoption is really important to me. My mom's adopted. Right. I come from a family that's a huge supporter of adoption and being foster parents. And foster parents and people who adopt truly are the back bone of the child welfare system in this country. And we need to be encouraging more and more people who are able to be foster parents and to adopt than anything else. And I've always felt this, and this sounds wishy, I know, but I think one of the blessings we have as queer people in the inability to get pregnant or to have children naturally and through our relationships often, oh, how we, dare you. we are able to give back to the world truly. by allowing a child into our lives and truly. raising them in a and beautiful choosing, way. Choosing, and choosing to, to. Wanting to have a child so bad that you pay, that you, yeah. like, that you pay, <laughs> but, you surrogacy, but you But even that, it isn't even just LGBTQ people because you have, for example, this policy could indirectly impact single people, single women even looking to adopt or to be foster parents because the adoption process and the foster parent process is so intense that mm-hmm. even the misconception of someone who is an independent woman makes plenty of money or man makes plenty, it's they're less likely to adopt to a single man than they are to a single woman. But someone who is completely financially secure to raise a child, but because of something they're involved in politically or some organization they're a part Mm -hmm. of, which they all have to submit, they can be thinking, oh, this person might be gay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and use that against them. Exactly. So it, yeah. it it it's so much bigger than even just a queer issue. It's, and then worse, and to, but even in that in even in that issue, it's LGBTQ youth who are tragically overrepresented overrepresented in foster care. So this very legislation mm-hmm. would actually exacerbate the marginalization and harassment and discrimi- discrimination of those kids. Yeah, the, Mike Pence is a piece of shit. He really is a piece of shit. He's a colossal waste of energy. I was going to say life, but I didn't want to go there. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, the HRC president, um, Alfonso David, said, Trump and Pence relentlessly marginalize LGBTQ people and attempt to erase our existence. Their disturbing worldview extends into the adoption and foster care system. But the biggest difference between the nostalgic thing that you have, that this being from the Bush era, which it very much is, and now is that queer people have the voice of the internet to make this, and podcasts, et cetera, to make this issue known to others, to keep it as part of the news cycle yes. rather than let it sort of disappear within a day in 2004 Bush era where all you had was Yahoo News. Right. So does that make us heroes? Yes, yes it does. Absolutely. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Not even joking. Well, today we're here with special guest Max Emerson from... The internet. Yes. <laughs> um, Max from the internet. The yes. rent's really high. I just yeah, got to live there now. Right. <laughs> we met uh, because we had an exchange on Instagram. <laughs> okay, Elliot's not yeah, going to be Elliot's, able to get Elliot's through that. already He's giggling. Not, yeah. <laughs> we had an exchange on Instagram where you had posted a picture, and I reposted it in a... Um, you hate reposting <laughs> it. You hate reposting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but and, what, right. set up the picture. The picture, and which you addressed this picture too. It was a, a workplace costume was idea. It, a, it was a Halloween costume, right? I was doing ten Halloween costumes under ten dollars. So it was yeah. those lazy last minute costumes, and most of them were thoughty because I live on the internet and mm-hmm. mostly Instagram. That's your brand. <laughs> right. It's a brand. You yes. know, we got to maintain the brand. We want people to watch the videos. Number yeah. five was fired for being gay because at uh-huh. the time the Supreme Court case was being heard, yeah. and I was. Just just doing my thoughty wave, just yeah. pointing that out in the middle of my video without <laughs> trying to make too big of a deal out of it. Yeah. Um, I screenshotted some of them and used them as images on Instagram and Twitter to promote uh, the video. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up maybe three or four days later on to Twitter just— But you were asleep for yeah. three days. Yes. <laughs> it was a long day, so you slept for three days. The internet hibernates. days are different. They're different than but ours. But then you wake up and it's just this— No, it actually didn't—I think it was just one of those angry Twitter people found it yeah. a few days later. Mm-hmm. But it, it might have been earlier. I, I tend to just unplug on weekends. Yeah. But sure. you took I it down. I just go outside. That's smart. You yeah. took it down— I did. And then I took mine down because I felt bad. Every comedian I know, like, <laughs> called me to bitch me out about that right. one. They're like, yeah. how dare you take that? Dirt, what dirt, was that backlash well, like? I was really surprised. I've done stupid things before. Yeah. Um, we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, it, what I was just yeah. surprised that there was so much backlash over something so trivial. And in context, I don't think that there was really a problem to yeah. it because it was just a snarky Do you think some of the backlash comment. was perhaps because of sort of 
who you are and what you represent, I think, on the Instagram. On the Instagram, I'm like 84. Oh on God. the gram. Yeah, on the gram. But you, you know what I mean. Like, you were saying your brand and you live on the Instagram. and That's actually the part that kind of stung for me. I mean, I know that there's like a whole culture of making fun of thoughts. I'm I'm with you. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. But <laughs> I just thought I had more money in the bank, so to speak, with mm. the world, like mm. the projects that I do, the people I try to work with. Like, I really try to take time to not just cast a bunch of hot white guys and everything because that'll get mm. views. Like, I, I really try to find things that showcase diversity and do all of the things. Like, I reached out to whatever the guy was, the main troll on Instagram or Twitter, and I was just like, what what, what would you rather I do? Because I want people to see things. Like, I do videos and pictures with um, Peppermint, if you know her. She's yeah. a trans activist, yeah. drag queen. She's on every other TV show right now. Um, and they just don't get likes. They don't go anywhere. They, mm. they don't get comments. And... Yeah. I just I get fed up with it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna take my clothes off and say it. Like it just. Yeah. I've I've I'm gonna have to be smarter about that in the future, of course. <laughs> how do you how do you get into like, how do you? Get, well, we had an interesting conversation because we started talking and and it was really interesting, you know, talking about like, um, you would use the term thirst thirst thirstivism thirstivism thirstivism. That's a hard word. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a really, hard work to I tried one, saying yeah. it today, and I, 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 I thirstivism. It yeah, it's not going to catch on. Thirstivism. So <laughs> thirsty, like thirstiness plus like activism, mm -hmm. and I like. I mean, we. I can say like on the podcast, that's always been something that's bothered all of us, in, just in general, not no. just with you, but across the board, like. It, using your I, thirst for activism. Right, right. like a boy in a G-string, yes. no context whatsoever. Support our troops. And yeah. it's like, all right, Vote all for right. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. You can see, like, his booty or the famous. There's a really famous <laughs> oh. one I think you sent me of a guy I, say, talking about ending gun violence or something, yes. and it's just him in, like, a Speedo with Well, the worst one on that I'll never, that I'll never yeah. erase, have erased from my mind is after the Paris bombings. Yeah. This gentleman, <laughs> a, a gay gentleman, like, like stood in front of his phone or whatever in the mirror and like clenched his abs and then drew and drew uh the eiffel tower right oh over, yeah like a peace sign shooting. over his that was abs. actually my post oh <laughs> no. <laughs> no that wasn't you right no, no, no. oh my god i just yeah i don't know there's it's it's so easy to um to like get lost in all of it but but how do you there was one I was actually fully guilty of. It was years ago before I even realized that that was a thing. Yeah. It was the Trans Lives Matter on a whiteboard. Yeah. Because yeah. I always just did naked things behind a whiteboard. And was like, fuck you. I'm going to get like, it's just going to work. And that one was definitely. Yeah. I that was ask dumb you as about hell. That particularly, mm -hmm. because that was one, I think. I mean, we've, we've, you, we'll be honest. You've done some posts that have definitely irked us in the past. And we've talked about the Trans Live Matter one before. Oh, and, I've already been on this podcast. Great. Well, no, <laughs> you haven't. But like, you know about the, the controversy around Trans Live Matter and that, mm -hmm. that post in particular. And a lot of trans people or marginalized people who don't conform to any, any gender identity really sort of had an open Internet discussion about co-opting a marginalized community's narrative for mm -hmm. like what you said earlier that naked pictures do get lots of likes and you're right they do they get like a post of you naked gets 90,000 likes but a post of you just in a shirt with peppermint gets 10,000 or something whatever right and, I think that was it was right after doing something with a, a bunch of girls and yeah it just didn't really go anywhere and I was like well fuck I'm gonna get it I'm just gonna get out there I want to get some reach and have a conversation going I get that it was absolutely the wrong well, and route. it's that it's it's that reach the obsessive need for that reach mm -hmm. like the benefit payout of the 90,000 like naked photo that says trans lives matter is it worth it when marginalized people then say you're using our narrative to get likes because at the end of the day yep. that post was raising money for your film correct that it dealt with trans issues I don't think that one was that one, okay well no, no, no. It, but you were raising awareness for trans issues in general mm -hmm. but like the payout really is just more followers oh, for you. You know what I think that one was for it was for a movie called Denim a short yeah. film that came out it was um two women in Brooklyn that made it. It was about a trans girl in high school, and they mm -hmm. asked me to come on to help them get to their final uh, goal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to get them to the finish line for it, and things Which weren't going as quickly as I wanted them to, and it yeah. got them to the finish like it, Yeah. It got them there. They they, they ended you... up like 5,000 over than, the, than their goal at some point. So I was willing to take a little flack from yeah, but what the is that flag that like? One. Like, what do you hear from trans friends and trans activists in a post like that, particularly? I usually try to run things by, <clears throat> excuse me, I usually try to run things by people that, to say the least, know what they're talking about when I'm making something that touches on a subject that yeah. I, I don't feel qualified. Yeah. 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 Um, and most of the people I know, 
they're they're not too offended by things. It's when it gets taken out of context and stuff like the the fired for being gay costume, that kind of stuff. It's most of my friends are comedians. They understand that things aren't supposed to be super politically correct. But mm-hmm. I, I think that it's just a journey for everybody. It, there's a lot more conversation going on. You're not only surrounded by people that agree with you now. So it's it's yeah, you know, I think it's well, good. It must be wild. I mean, like to like I don't get like the insta-gay thing like i get it i know it exists but they know and they've been you know badgering me for years to stop following people because <laughs> it was making me so mad he'll say wait no wait he'll send us pictures anger follow yeah he'll send us yes. angry pictures of like people that posting stuff on instagram All well not, and then not we're just like hell yeah stop following more i did a, i did a massive unfollowing he did he, did, he had a purge i did i did i purged and it it has lightened my life truly uh-huh. it's lightened my life my feed is now filled with Dogs. Rescue dogs, dogs cupcakes, <laughs> yeah. uh, like like yeah. lesbian families, like the th- stuff I want. But I'm always just curious, like how do you like? So in talking about like dealing with this blowback for mm-hmm. stuff that you've done, it's such a it's such an interesting time because you're building a brand, right? Like you you your existence is a brand, but you're also moving at the pace at which Instagram culture moves. Mm-hmm. So I. I There's a requirement to keep up with a very quickly right. changing vocabulary. So I wonder when you talk, when you say like that, that, like you understand or you have friends who understand or have like a sense mm-hmm. of humor about this stuff, or maybe don't see it to be as, like offensive as other people might. I'm just interested in how you how what that is like to try to keep up because as comedians, we yep. it's hard. It's hard. I mean, we, we it's. I mean, Brent is, does stand up. Five nights a week, basically, and I think can speak more than than we can. But ultimately, it's like there's this constant changing morale where our culture is like they are people are out to they're out for blood. And and you make the sense of community that way. Right. And I wonder I just always am curious, like, how do you how do you decide what what is like worth raising awareness for versus what will appease the masses versus what you actually want to do. Oh, it's a giant balancing act. And on top of the the, the, the vocabulary constantly changing, I'm from Florida. There is a Florida oh. man constantly trying to escape with me. So I'm and and yeah. eat a bunch of people and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just I want to do bath salts and eat my friends. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, where in Florida? Vero Beach. It's okay. kind of the border between the two yeah. Floridas. Yeah. Um, I've heard it on the Golden Girls. Yeah. yeah, it's like Palm Beach, nothing over three stories. It looks like East Hampton, but every TV is turned to Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good line. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I wrote a book about growing up in redneck Florida yeah. and being a little closeted asshole. And <laughs> <laughs> Why were you an asshole? Because closet cases are assholes. What did you do? What, what made you an asshole? I was just... Terrified of anyone finding out about me, so yeah. I was pointing the finger at other yeah. people. You were bullying oh, others so they wouldn't find out about yeah, you. Yeah, and like as soon as I got a car, I hooked up with dudes like an hour away, and I just didn't treat those relationships like they were real because right. they weren't to me. You know, right. this classic. Yeah. yeah. Closet cases make the best Still villains. Slightly jealous. So, slightly yeah. jealous <laughs> of the ability to do that. You had that a car? Young. <laughs> You had a car, but you also yeah. go, drove to meet. I was like yeah. in AOL chat rooms, just imagining <laughs> nonsense. That's where we met them. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but how, to, not, yeah. to his question, how do you find that? But balance? how do you navigate that? Because it's such yeah. a it's, trial I and error. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, there are times when I step in it. Luckily, it's only for the most part. It's been yeah. those two things in the last maybe two years. I'm I'm doing yeah. okay on like the greater yeah. average. I have a lot of friends that are primarily Insta monkeys. Like that's mm-hmm. their whole game is just growing their following and working in social media and doing that sort of thing. And they're they're constantly stepping in. I'm sure we can go back and forth sure, with yeah. my friends when they post them. I, I show it to Andre. She goes, oh, oh blah, blah, blah. Like, right, yeah. 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 I just don't get I don't. But I mean, yeah. They're trying their best. I don't you know, get like the need for the the obsessive need for the likes because I get mm. the algorithm. You want to work the algorithm in your favor in order to spread whatever you're putting out there, sure. But at the same time, you know, it really is about attention. No matter what you're yeah. talking about, it is all about attention. It does, and you. it's not even just, it's not just like instigates. It's like every, it's I, mean, it was, I was saying to Brent the other day, we were talking about this the other day, the mm-hmm. idea that like Instagram, I, I think more than MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is ultimately so visual mm-hmm. and requires such few words that I think it really has become a sort of um, it's a sexual gaze into mm-hmm. which to yeah. look at people, huh. even if it's not meant to be sexual. It's the Los Angeles of the Internet. It really is. Uh, I mean, yeah, it really yeah. is. It truly is. And so, yeah, I just I'm, I guess I guess my question is, how, yeah, how do you decide what 
is meant to, is it all meant to be sexual? Well, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Answer that. Answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to think about yourself and what you respond to on your own is things mm. that you like. You want it to be as authentic as possible, but I, you know, at the end of the day, it's really hard to do that because yeah. yeah. you have to create a narrative from day to day. And that's kind of the way I thought of it, at least, is just make it a story and yeah. people... Oh, a wait, story? Wait, wait, wait. People, do, you, do you view it as sexual? If you post... Oh, like yeah, a lot of yeah, it's yeah. definitely thirst trapping and, right. and there's photoshopping to it. Like, it's... Yeah. it's. I, I grew up as a model. Like, I, I got cut Me off. Me too. Uh, Me too. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, same. <laughs> Boy, Don't laugh. Yeah. Backtrack this one for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start with the sad part first. Uh, my dad cut me off when I came out uh, summer of freshman year. Financially, I was at U Miami, couldn't get the loans. It was just like a terrible right. thing. Uh, luckily, I was able to start modeling and doing all of that. So I just I feel like I came into adulthood during a recession, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, selling my body like it was mm-hmm. my mom asked me very nicely not to do porn so you mm-hmm. can't google my penis mm-hmm. there are pictures where people have like photoshopped a penis on me okay that's but it's cool. like 10 Brent, inches Brent so i'm not gonna report me. it yeah. Brent has literally done that to I, me not surprised at all like i like <laughs> i like actually photoshopping elliot's face onto f- naked female body female yeah, body that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's his bit usually okay. if they have like <laughs> really elaborate like nipple tossels um but anyway okay so tossels are good otherwise they're gonna kick you off of instagram so yeah right uh, so you've so you've made that work for you historically. So this is what you've done since you were in college. Yeah, I've kind of I always called it feeding the animals. So yeah. I, I do whatever I want to do, and then I use the more sexual content to get it through the door. But do so you like, get gratification? I mean, you must because it's it's always nice when a photo does well or a picture mm-hmm. does well, and like it's a I drug. Mean, yeah. Do you do you feed on it a little bit? I think it gets to all of us, but you just have to remember it's like the locker room. There's always one yeah. bigger. There's always more likes. There's always someone traveling better. There's always someone hanging out with more famous people at a better party. Um, there's, yeah. I mean, I'll unfollow people if I'm comparing myself too much. Like people I even oh, like. Like yeah. I love Niall DeMarco, but I compare myself to him, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, I wanted to ask I'm, you I about that. I just feel that. like a dirtbag compared to this guy. Like in a really selfish way, <laughs> I've always been fascinated by people because it is a different game. People who will, well, you'll, who you'll follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And keeping that follower to following ratio on Instagram perfect, like people work extra hard keep to make sure. Up. So, like, will you just randomly follow someone you meet at a bar because you think he's funny? I follow most people that I've met yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. And then if their like Instagram game is terrible and I find that they're annoying me, I'll unfollow them. Like mm-hmm. if they post like twenty things at once or something. Oh but, yeah, yeah. No, sure. So are you gonna follow us? <laughs> sure. <laughs> wait, wait. Of I'm, I'm so curious. Like when you say like the game, like the Instagram game, like what, what, what is that? How, what is that? Well, it's like game when you're hitting on somebody is where it came from. So like how I mean, we don't how, do that. We don't. don't, that you don't... <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really dying to know. Do you guys no. get laid? Like, is there? <laughs> do we need to explain how sex works Literally. real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I need. To, I'm curious. Like, because because Instagram is still new. Mm. Like, how do you make the transition from modeling? Because modeling, it's like. Like I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's like you're selling your body. You're selling what you look well, like. Oh, and it's all wildly, yeah, and it's all yeah. wildly fake. Like you don't look like the pictures that you're seeing. You've seen all of those, like. But you're representing a product, whereas on Instagram, you're representing yourself. Mm. That's isn't that, is that right, or is that not right? I mean, you yeah. also sell tons of products too. I mean, that's True. that's how you make money on it and kind of justify doing it. Yeah. Did you do that? For, did you? What did you do first? Like, what comes first? So I was doing the actor model hustle at school mm. in Miami. Got it. Um, you know, like I would do MTV Spring Break is like the kid dancing at the thing. Yeah. Um, so Brent did that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shirts on. Of course. Yeah. That was the only one. Yeah. He was how wearing. You got your legs to do that though. He was wearing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was wearing a winter coat. Uh, uh, I think I was 24, and everyone was starting on the Instagram thing, and all yeah. the model kids were just being terrible about Like, it was really, really annoying and narcissistic and masturbatory. Uh, Wilhelmina called me, and they're like, look, you're under 30, and you model be fucking relevant. So I was like, okay. So I kind of just, like, vowed to be the most narcissistic and masturbatory and make, yeah. like, a shtick out of it. And I always went, like, oh my way God. too far with it. Like, how so? Describe something. Like, being naked behind a whiteboard was, oh, like, my game. Oh, like, that oh, was, like, it. that was my signature thing. So that yeah, when yeah. you and your friends were, like, looking at hot guys on Instagram or comparing how terrible they were, like, oh, well, this one goes to 11. He's naked on an airplane. <laughs> yeah. Um, after about 50,000 followers, I started fundraising for my novel, which was really cool. And I've been able uh-huh. to kind of like get my queer writing projects upstarted through it, which for me is like 
great. It, like it yeah. balances it out. Um, but I quickly realized that I'm not a drag queen, so mm. I can't get away with that sort of thing anymore. And with like huh. the trans lives matter thing sure. and the fired for being gay thing, to me it's tongue in cheek and it's kind of my comment on that. But of course, Twitter doesn't see it that well, way. You no also... one who doesn't know me sees it that way. You also have, I mean, just. In term, I'm trying to I'm trying to step into your shoes, which if you wear a size 11, yeah, we're good. Fit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in like in a societal sense, you are the standard of sort of beauty. You have that what Elliot sometimes calls that like Nordic, like blonde, tall. You have mu- you. My at, Filipino friend calls me chicken fingers. Well, what is that? Why? Because it's not an acquired taste. Like everyone will eat chicken fingers. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what my boyfriend thinks. Like he's like, you know, the blonde tall ones. It's like they're everywhere in America. Let's have some difference. But yeah. like, so you do fit that mold. And in some ways, I think the whole idea of pretty privilege kind of works against you because even if you do, if I did what you did with that fired post, the job fired post that fired for being gay. Thank you. It, I would probably get no blowback, mainly because I have 5,000 followers, but also because I don't think people would look at me and sure. be offended by it, even if I am selling sex. Whereas because of who you represent in your Instagram account, I think you might get more flack right. because of the way you look. Well, it's uh, it's like 30 Rock. Tina Fey described the bubble when she was dating mm-hmm. Sean Hamm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm a tennis pro. And he like sucked at tennis. <laughs> like yeah. Everyone just let him win because he was yeah. pretty. I think it's I'd say it's 10 to 1. Yeah. Like the privilege of being in that bubble is 10 times better than that little bit of pushback For you sure. get. But you do get that person that's out to get you. Yeah. But um, also being pretty doesn't give you the allowance to be an idiot sometimes. Of course. And so like. Of course. You know, but I've definitely self-aware. noticed that like for no reason whatsoever, people will just come for me. Yeah. But there's also for every one of them, there's 10 that are willing to help that'll donate to projects. It's I, I would not trade it. Yeah. Um, but I think evolutionarily our brains are programmed to notice the thing that's wrong 10 times more mm-hmm. than what's right so when i woke up to this twitter flogging there was maybe i don't know a few dozen angry tweets yeah there were just as many people defending me because most people have been following me for years and have been tracking this narrative and what? like know that i'm you know i am making a net positive you contribution have something in the genuine world. you're putting out in the world yeah but i didn't i don't notice that oh, i noticed yeah. that someone's Wait, mad at me of course. what did they say to defend you i'm curious like like just any example um, um they were saying things like look at the video look at the context um look at the things max has done in the past that you know, really does try to make a difference. Like I made a film and half of the profits of the film are currently going to LGBT youth homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've always just thought of the thoughtiness thing as like a necessary evil. And yeah, I try to make a comment on the thirstivism thing. It just doesn't always work. Like jokes don't always land. Yeah, it's, it's, and it, that's, I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it is an interesting debate. It's one I'm really torn on, which is um, I'm I'm not a huge believer in using social media for genuine activism. I'm someone who hmm. likes to canvas. I like to knock on doors. And, He'll go to Vegas. Uh, I'll go to Vegas but for Hillary. But not to drink. To like uh, you're Hillary's right. Stuff. Well, I drank yeah. too. But, yeah, you drank uh, too. He's also so not I'm not always a <laughs> huge <Willies>. believer. <laughs> knock uh, I'm not a huge believer in it. But I recognize that there is an, there's a utilitarian argument to be made for yeah. – if you're trying to if you're trying to get the words mm-hmm. trans lives matter in front of as many eyes as you can why would you not do that why would you not take advantage of the algorithm which yeah. knows when you're naked or knows when you're shirtless no. yeah. and utilize that to your to your benefit to say to to get again just to get those words in front of as many eyes as possible and why I, is I, I see both sides. I, see, I completely I see why agree. It's sort and, of, and that's on, easy, on, though. It's the lazy route. The same is. reason as like Dave Chappelle doing the jokes that he's doing that are inflaming people. It just it, it was a lazy joke. Like yeah. we can do better. Well, and to that, I, I I would say like I mean I get it on some level. Like even like when I because I do drag and when I post a drag picture that gets like crazy more likes than a regular picture of me just doing normal shit. Yeah. And I on some level I get it because I just want to post now drag pictures because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what people want to see in me. Mm. And 
it's sort of similar to in your situation. Right, everyone just wants to but, see you in the mirror with like the outline of your dick showing. They don't want to see that with me, trust me. <laughs> but, you never know. But, have you tried we've all it? Seen I it. have trust tried me. it. No one wants to see it. I was giving it out for years. Literally, I'll get naked right now if you want. No one wants to see it. But have you tried it in drag? <laughs> yes, I have. I sent some pictures of pictures. Whatever, I'm not going to do it. But I, I will say, though, that there is this element of kind of a, not sort of a responsibility i think on some level because like i look at i look at some of your pictures for example like there was the well the trans life matters one i guess is probably the best example and i think about someone who like is like me who grew up really sort of like fat and not i had a lot of outside self-confidence but i think of other kids and people who have messaged me before who say oh i like that you're open about who you are and your body and your weight problems and all of these things and it can sometimes with the instigates not just even you mm -hmm. in general this obsession with the algorithm pushing only people mainly white but also other colors of people who are just these perfect specimens and it makes the vast majority of people within the queer community feel i think on some levels isolated and it like, dwarfs it sort of dwarfs the representation yeah, i think i think so too and but to that sorry go ahead i just i just I wanted liking to know the pictures. like it's, it's one of those that's kind of difficult to exactly balance. they're still liking the pictures so like when you post the pictures do you think about like the fat kid in nebraska and his reaction maybe a body mm -hmm. image issue that might come from some of the stuff that's posted out there with Instagram on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done bits and pieces of things. I did a, a video for a dating app that was kind of celebrating all body types and mm -hmm. didn't get a lot of likes, didn't get a lot of views. <laughs> right. Um. I, I really do. I I, I yeah. try to to push that kind of stuff out as much as possible and showcase as much diversity in every regard. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just weird because it's like. This argument for representation has been around for a while, yeah. but it's really gained traction with social media in the few years. I mean, look years. at Lizzo. The whole popularity of Lizzo is around body, no, body love. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm I saying— I met her once. You know that? <laughs> I'm saying it's like— <laughs> He didn't. We, we met her. He doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't remember Lizzo. Yeah. yeah. Um, We—sorry. My point being that, uh, <laughs> that like, so there's this push for representation, right? So, so you can get pushback on not— uh, uh, being self-aware of something that might be offensive. Sure, or, yeah. or, or providing representation for fat kids in Nebraska. But at the same time, it's <laughs> Not like... Not just Nebraska. No, I know, I know. But I'm saying like... But I'm saying, Fuck South Dakota. I'm saying it here. I'm saying that it's, it's, it's also strange because... It's not your job. It's not your quote unquote job to right. provide representation. Of course, yeah. So there's this. Right. It is, and I I know this now from doing a massive unfollowing. It's like it's really <laughs> interesting that they're that it's like it isn't anyone's responsibility unless they really do make their you take it upon yourself. Yeah, to, their like platform. with some of the causes mm -hmm. like supporting home LGBT. It definitely is up to people to 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 take care of themselves in yeah. that regard. But you might find this really interesting. Um, by the way, for the record, I cannot wait for Instagram to get rid of likes. Really? I'm I was going to go ask you so that. so family-friendly. You're mm. going to see me working for Procter & Gamble. <laughs> the clothes are going to stay on. It's going to be great. You're you going to become a Mormon. It. All you people listening to Don't become a Mormon. I've done that. Don't do Mormon. <laughs> Don't do Mormon. Can I do like a shoot in the underwear or is that Sure. I mean, there's is that the okay? Mormon porn that I would gladly comment on with you. Yeah, Mormon boys with a Z. Right. I've been thinking Can I get about... away with that? Is I've, that... <laughs> I've been actually thinking about doing a reaction video to Mormon porn. Because you're not doing like... That's funny. That's really funny. Let's do it together. I'm into that. All right. Yeah. He's the same guy from Family Dick. He's in everything. Uh, so hot right now. Family um, Dick. That's, so a, that's, that's a great reference. Well, because they're always in like right the there. same like. Yeah, you true. also like. You're like, that's no, I would cut. not. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because you you've referenced on a couple different occasions you have reached out to people who have gotten angry at you, mm. and I think that's kind of interesting because as someone who gets angry at a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> to me? No, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, as someone who gets angry at a lot of people, me. Uh, I find that it's so easy to kind of lose perspective when yeah. it's all in text mm -hmm. and it's on the internet. And you can genuinely think that the person you're chatting with is suddenly the worst person you've ever known, your absolute diabolical enemy. Yeah. And I found that when people <laughs> usually calmer heads are are them, but when they reach out and say, "Hey, man, chill out. I'm a human, yeah. and why don't you treat me like a normal person?" 
I'm instantly like, oh my god, why? What, yeah. why I just went crazy. Wait, that works? It absolutely for me. It absolutely works. Okay, I don't think and it works. For is a lot that of is that why you do it? There's or, definitely. Or are you a, just trying yeah. to like what? What is your purpose of reaching out? Because I, I, I didn't never fully understand why it was that offensive because of the context at first. So I did speak to a couple of people to kind of figure out exactly where lines were being crossed so that I, I wouldn't do it again or I could disagree or not. I just I was just very confused by this particular one because it just felt so borderline like this was the the is the this jobs? an emergency? The, the job one, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The trans one, sure. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. this is probably not the best thing, but you know what? They got two days left on their fundraiser and they need six grand. We're mm -hmm. doing it. Like mm -hmm. yeah. I, I texted Peppermint before. I'm like, is this okay? She's like, post that shit. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. something Peppermint I would say. I probably shouldn't right? ask yes. a comedian drag queen. No, for their no, you want to go something. to like a trans woman in the middle of Illinois and ask her. Well, you I know. mean, look, people get mad. I mean, I was like, well, this is this doesn't represent like who's actually getting fired per mm -hmm. se. Yeah, and but right, it's not the straight passing sure. boy. I actually wasn't. I mean, when but, you but texted, me, I want to finish Sorry. by saying at the same time, it's like, I, I I got mad, but at the same time, it's like it's not your it's not your job to. To be, I don't, it's not your job or really anybody's job to be politically correct unless you are somebody who, whose platform and whose job is to be politically correct. Yeah. Well, okay. there's I, a yeah, I don't responsibility. Know. I would push back on that only yeah. because, you know, and, and, and I, I've said this before, of all the times like the Trans Lives Matter post or anything you've posted that maybe I've had an objection to, I've always been like, I'm sure. He's a perfectly lovely human being. I've never <laughs> met him before. I'm sure he's nice. We'd probably even be friends. However, when you do, but, when you when you are a public face of an organization, or you're advocating or hosting fundraisers for an organization, for example, with LGBT homeless youth, mm -hmm. you become there is a bit of a responsibility that comes with being a spokesperson for those types of organizations. And the vast majority of people, queer people in this country, who are fired from their jobs, are people who are struggling to survive. Primarily, LGBT homeless youth who are trying to get work. And then when mm -hmm. they come out as trans or they come out in, in whatever job situation it much they have, transition, it's yes. much more difficult. And so there is a bit of responsibility that I think yeah, comes I guess with that. True. And that's really where the Sorry. heart of— No, you're good. You're good. No, I, I, I figured this was part of it. But yeah. I'm glad you, and not you to are play aware victim, of it. Not to play victim here or anything, but I, I honestly felt like I was kind of qualified to— Make the joke? Yeah. Like, I've been turned down for hundreds of acting roles that require heterosexuals. They only want to cast straight actors, yeah. or they want a Luke Evans who is yeah, but that's different back from... in the closet. Like, Well, I've also had agents and managers tell me that I can't come out right before yeah. they touch me while I'm sleeping. Like, I just, I've had so many experiences dealing with that kind of discrimination that I yeah. felt qualified. Sure. But I, I do understand that yeah. I've been lucky enough to always be privilege. able to pay my yeah. bills. Yeah. And you know, I'm not wealthy by any means, but I've never I've never gone hungry. You'll bounce back yeah. a lot easier than the African American trans woman in Georgia yep. who's fired. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So when you go to Trader Joe's, <laughs> you get the fillet. You can get you can you can afford the fillet. You right. can afford as much meat as you want. Not do, <laughs> not do, dollar store steak. I do want to move on from Instagram for one moment because you another thing about you that I actually find really interesting that you and your boyfriend he's a service member or was mm -hmm. or currently is is he still? He's on IRR right now. Okay. He's out. And was he? I pulled him out. Was he? <laughs> was he part of when Don't Ask Don't Tell was in place? He was a bit after. Okay. Um, so. That was kind of one of the things when we started dating. Actually, he just did a podcast on this uh, recently for Pride okay. um, where he talked about his experience and kind of what kept him in the closet. Um, and, it, and I, yeah, when we first started dating, I was like, there's absolutely no reason that you should be in the closet right now. You're in charge of 100. He was a, a captain, so he had about 100 people under him. He was just going into a command position, so he mm -hmm. was, like, directly responsible for them. And it was like, dude, you, you need to be setting an example here. No offense, like, live mm -hmm. your life, but, like, yeah. I have, like, a no-cocaine policy in my relationships, and I have a no-lying policy. How about math? How about yeah. math? <laughs> <laughs> what was it like dating someone for a short while, I guess, who wasn't out? Is that not a little bit hot, though? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, you know what? Actually, here's, here's, here's what they're not going to talk about on Pride. Uh, fantasy versus reality. Mm -hmm. They come home stinking. Not like, oh. ooh, musk, but like... <laughs> Yeah, like, mm -mm. that's intense. Yeah, no, it, it kills that. it real quick. I mean, that's yeah. some people's kink. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say well, some people not like mine. That. So yeah. let's move on. Let's go to San Francisco for a week. <laughs> go to one bar. You'll know it. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. toxic masculinity can be kind of hot sometimes. Was, yeah. but... <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Wait. So what is your like? 
what's the end goal for Maxisms? Like, what what are you? And let me sorry, and I, yeah. just to add to that, I had would not have guessed in a million years that you think of Instagram as like a narrative or playing a role. Is that has that it's been that way since day one? Like yeah. you're kind of like this is a character. Well, it's been toned down more since I started dating Andres. Like yeah. I've included like people in my real life and and what a great name, Andres. Andres, <laughs> you're cheating on me with Andres. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's very strange to to be revealing more and more personal information. I still try mm. to be in control of how much that is. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's like. David Sedaris is writing. They asked Amy how much of it's true, and she's like, "It's true enough for you." Like, yeah. it's 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 enough to to yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a reality show, I guess. Well, if you think about it, like, good drama is bad living. Yeah. So you, I, I would rather be in control of when we're doing the drama, right? Rather than you know, right? Just responding and reacting to things. My Instagram thing that okay, I have to ask how when you when you do a fake when you do a candid that's not f- clearly candid. What is what goes into what is that? What is the what are the five oh, seconds yeah, before the shutter? Yeah, yeah. And I have, how many I have pictures do you and I, don't, and I don't mean it's just yeah. you. I, I mean this is my I've said this to my friends many times. Like I am obsessed with the five seconds before yeah. a shutter goes off mm-hmm. because that is when the most artifice comes out. Yeah. The, like dirt face, yeah. But in, mm, but yeah. at the same time, like Instagram. I mean, Instagram has <laughs> even with my parents. Like even oh, taking man. a picture with them. Like the five seconds before the, the shutter clicks. Now it's like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. What is this? And so I'm wondering. Like what? How much? What is that? What Wait, is everyone that? just did theirs around to, the room. You can't see it, obviously, but like one's got their hand on top of their head. I'm yeah. sitting up straighter. This visual of <laughs> Max. Okay, so like I, I, I will follow you after this. But when you did your neck, he in studio, guys. He just did this neck thing where you literally did your Instagram face. Mm-hmm. That's in every photo. Do it again. You lifted your neck like yeah, a you giraffe. Yeah, straight. You like you uh, actually shoulders you, down. Yeah, you stop slumping. And you uh, did the, the the sort of like uh-huh. I'm cute, confused face. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so some of it's real. Right. <laughs> how many pictures? How many do you go through before you're like, okay, this one? How many times? I mean, we've t- we've seen plenty of people who are like, this was in my phone. And yeah, I've like been told 12. I'm a little atypical. People say that they're surprised that I'm less douchey in person than what they expect. I actually don't spend that much time <gasps> on it. Cool. I t- yeah, I tend to batch things together wow. and just kind of have like a cache of things. Like I have a week worth of content I can yeah. do in case yeah. I just don't feel like it. Yeah, there was a moment like. In the last two weeks, Andres and I were having this, like, terrible argument, and we were being so passive-aggressive with each other. But, like, something happened where he wanted to get a story, and we both just went from, like, meh, 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 yeah. (laughs) And it was the fakest shit. Wait, but for who? But for who? It was for his stories. He just wanted to do a story, and, like, we both, like— Wait, it's so in the like, middle. And then we went back to arguing. Yeah, it was like something out of a sitcom, and we were, like the fight ended right there. We we're like, that was bad. That's wild to me. <laughs> that's such a. I mean, is I know. That, is I feel that, very, is that kind of chilling? Chilling? That's like Black Mirrory to me because yeah. you're like you're yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're planting f- f- artifice in reality. Does all your money? Does most of your income come from Instagram and doing like making sure that content? Because you said you had a reserve of content when you don't want to post for a week. Like, uh-huh. like, do you feel the need? And are you making a living just sort of because you're posting all the time? I definitely feel the need to post every day and be consistent with that sort of thing. Um, it's it's very strange because it, it's kind of like there's like a ratio of like income sources for me. My taxes are a giant nightmare. Mm. Uh, but more and more, it's it's going away. For, it used to be, you know, waiting tables, bartending, yeah, catering, a little bit of modeling and some acting jobs. And then after like a certain point, I couldn't bartend anymore, even though I liked it, because you're not supposed to be seen as the help. It gets all this bullshit. Very L.A. Appearance yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah, I was in Miami at the time, but oh, even worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it slowly became like mostly modeling and then some acting and then social media started to creep in. And now social media is starting to take over in the income. But I would primarily. I would if like I would if I fell off my motorcycle and it got yeah. not Instagram friendly and had to be, you know, make do, I would I would love to just be well, a writer. You could <laughs> that would actually, be delightful. Even if you had a fucked up face, you could still post to Instagram. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. true. Absolutely. That was actually. Point. Yeah. That, oh, what a, what a nice take home. Alan. I mean, it is. You. I know what I'm going to wake Good up to you. in a few it's days. It's not all about pretty. You no, know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like you can. But if I lost the ability to travel and move around yeah. and have the mobility that I do, if I was just stuck somewhere and was forced to just pick one thing, I would ideally like to just yeah. be a writer and create. This is why you're excited content. for the lights to disappear. Yeah. 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 Moving 100%. on. Are you really? Are you lying? Are you just being cute? What is like? I feel like. I think my engagement's okay compared to other people, but like it's. Yeah, it's like I think I have like a 
B plus. Are you friends with according other influ- to like the? Yeah. Are you like? Do you compare yourself with like influencer friends? It is kind of a clubhouse, which is huh. sort of fun. Yeah. Like, and I think it's because I'm that like million mark where people yeah. will like glom and come and hang. Like we host volleyball on weekends. You guys are totally invited. I won't. Do but that. it ends up totally <laughs> yeah. being like a little insta gay. Oh my god! It's hilarious oh, though. Like, bizarre. I have like straight surf buddies that'll come and they're like, "What is going on? <laughs> yeah, what that is, is this? So bizarre. Yeah, I won't do but that. But they're sweet That's kids. Funny. Like it's yeah, sure, you course, know, it's all just people trying to like make a living for themselves and yeah. not wanting to do the law school route. So, well, yeah. I have to say, now I'm going. Like I said, I'm going to follow you, but you'll probably piss me off in the future. <laughs> but I don't think you're a total monster. I guess you're good. Which is so much. I think that's really heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll probably piss you off too with something about Roseanne. I don't know. Alan will definitely annoy you. Yeah, I will annoy you. Thanks for being a good sport and for letting us treat you like a zoo animal. I'm here for Tell us everything. Thanks, guys. Wait, so we should obviously, I mean, people will know, but. Where should people follow you? <laughs> oh, that's such a stupid Come question. Come on, <laughs> just please give direct all inquiries to. For bookings, please call. Uh, my Instagram is Maxisms, M A X I S M S, and my YouTube is YouTube.com/slash the Max Vicious. I made it like 12 years ago. <laughs> just go to MaxismsVideos.com. It links you through. It's great. And another thing. So, guys. <laughs> I don't know why. I love when a talk. segment starts I, out with I, Elliot. I don't know why Brent doesn't want to talk about this. But... Uh, honestly, Elliot, he writes segments so he can get a semi. We're yeah. talking about yeah. And this is one of I them. This Elliot was fun. wants to talk about. He wants to talk about our kinks, and for not, whatever not, reason, not kinks. Uh-huh. Oh, I put my kinks. What turns quirky you on. stuff that turns you on? Things that you things that you find attractive in in, in guys. Literally, I and read Brent this... wrote, "I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's too un- <laughs> it's too uncomfortable for you." It is as weird. Why is it I mean, uncomfortable? I, 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 I t- completely respect that you wouldn't know that. I have this weird uh, pr- prohibition about talking about yeah. very specific things that turn me on. I just find oh. it extraordinarily I'm the uncomfortable. Exact opposite. But I did read this out loud while we were while I was preparing for the to record. I read it out loud to Michael, and he responded to yours by being like, "Elliot is so white." <laughs> that's not true. I mean, it is. No, it's not. It's read not the first Elliot. one. Read the first one. That's your kink. Diastema, which a gap in your teeth, a gap in your teeth. Michael Strahan, hello. (laughs) No, no. The fact that you a call it that and not a gap in your teeth (laughs) makes you so fucking white. I had to Google it the other day. He said it to me. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Okay, well, I'll go through mine. I love diastema. I love the gap in the teeth. Mm -hmm. Thick, earthy calves. Um, I wish, I, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish that, like, the gay mustache was not attractive to me, but I can't fight against what my heart wants. Um, shoulders with freckles on it, I lose my mind. Wonder um, bread. Uh, uh, red-ish hair. Well, he's actually going off the list now. He's yeah. just thinking yeah, of Yeah, now he's just well, coming you're, up you're, with new ones. I'm, you're sending me yeah. on, a t- on a tandem. Yeah, um, wait, you put man hands? Yes, big, big, like men's big hands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> My um, favorite, soft but firm. <laughs> soft but firm. That's I don't... a way that Elliot, that's how Elliot describes body types. He'll yeah. say soft yeah. but firm. Yeah, I, I, I like, I don't like Fat guys gaunt or, a... or, or I'm not into like the lean Auschwitz style type of guys that Brent is into. <laughs> they look like they just escaped their concentration But you're not necessarily camp. into bears, nor do you like being compared to bears. No, I like soft but firm. I like, but I like a... But that kind of is the definition of often bears. No, I don't think it... No. I think bears are usually like bigger and heftier. Well, I like is... slender-ish, soft, soft but firm men, like who are like I don't built. know what that means still then. Yeah, uh, I guess it's a little hard to explain. Because like soft to I... me means means like, you know, like I'm soft, like I got fat, like you can poke me and I go, hoo Yeah, I, I, like... I guess I mean like toned, but I don't need to, need to see abs. Right. So just skinny. Slend- no, Alan, there's a, slender. Slender. Slender? I don't really care. Alan, is, the world isn't just three body types. This, oh, this guy, nor, he thinks the world is, is like grinder truck. Nor do I. Coming from a guy who won't talk about what he likes to do or take his shirt off. I'll finish by saying there's also a specific type of belly button that I can't I'm not talking about fully this. describe. Wait, expl- I don't understand that. It's not, not an innie and it's definitely not an Audi, but it's something in between. I'm and I've, lightheaded. I've seen it on a couple of guys and I'm like, I, I, it's perfect. Wow, and I also, but I'm also terrified of anyone touching my belly button, and that makes me lightheaded. The idea of like because you 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 afraid it smells. No, I just don't want to. I don't want to deal with thinking about navels. Oh, wait, you know that's like one of my 
one of my fears. Yeah, he's yeah. terrified. I have a I know. fear of that. I yeah. can't, and I don't I'm, like talking about it, and I won't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'll talk about mine. The other, the other, um, the other one I'll oh. just say, too, is um, because you're saying I'm so white, I also love— <laughs> I yes. didn't say it. Michael did. Well, she's wrong. <laughs> I love um, the type of haircut that Sean Wayans has. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. I, I have it's it's the it is the best the obligatory. <laughs> That's funny, Ellen. Do your list. Mine is so boring. I I like uncut dicks. I like clavicles just because I like looking What's at them. What's a clavicle? It's like you have the bone but here, you know, in your chest, oh, or your, right, whatever. Right, right. Not your chest, but your neck. Sort of you area. like seeing it? Yeah, I just like I just like a clavicle. I Got like clavicles it. on mm. me. I like them on the people. Whatever. It's kind it. of it's not really a kink though. I, I like, wait. I love your next one. I like piss. <laughs> but see, no, are you, into, are when you, you say kink, well, yeah, I like it. I like anything. I like it rough. I like hitting. I like spitting. I like choking. I like I like it all. We like, need to we need to start having a, a sound effect of a thud that comes in every time we talk about anything where Brent will pass out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like it all. If, if someone's peeing on someone, I'm gonna watch. Like it's gonna be a thing. I really? watched a guy. I watched a guy pee in college. Once. Yeah. Oh, I mean, really? I wasn't into it, but I it think was it fun. stems back to like being a kid, and the only way I could see like Dick's IRL is yeah. at the urinal. Oh, smart. Yeah. I think that's kind of the connection there. But yeah, I love piss. Everyone should pee on each other. Um, I could but... see a world in which I could get into that. It's but no, no, you could never get into that. I stumbled. I, think, I, I think there's a world in which I could. Really, I do. I stumbled on a video once that has burned its burned its way into my in my my, my brain. That mm-hmm. why uh, what. I don't think what I should happened? say it because Brent will literally die. Oh, Are you about the one where they Ooh. pee in the butt? Ooh. Yeah, I saw that too. I think. Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah, and well, then it, and then it squirts because... out the butt. No, it was worse than that. It was worse than that. Uh, okay, oh, because okay. of the rosebud? No, there was a, oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a tool involved. Oh, there was a I tool can't. involved. Oh. I can't do that. And my last kink, which actually I have to admit is my <laughs> ultimate kink. It is like the kink that tells me I like someone is if... They are nice and courteous oh, to service God. industry people. Yeah. That, oh, service industry. No, literally, <laughs> that is the ultimate mark of a human being to me. Yes. If you say thank you and you're nice to people working in service industry jobs and you tip and you clean up after yourself and you, you try to make things easier for other people, like that to me is the ultimate mark of uh, awesome, hot, sexy Great person. I, I, of course, I agree. I, I've. But here's the thing, and I've actually seen that articulated on some uh, dating profiles with regularity recently. And the only thing is, maybe this is just because I'm such a great guy and I only date great guys. But I've never gone on a date with someone who I thought was rude to a. Service. Oh, I have. I've had people have. who they didn't really? want to tip. I've had people who oh, someone will come by and they'll refill a coffee and cup they and don't they say, don't say thank, thank, you. thank you. That blows my blows mind. Blows my yeah. mind. How do you not acknowledge the human being doing blows something for you? Blows my mind. How do people do that? I guess. Yeah. I guess I don't think of. I, I always say thank you, but I guess I don't think of that as profoundly rude. I think it's incredibly rude. I do. Rude. I do. Yeah. If you, I make, if I you make a mess and someone else is having to clean it up for you and you're not conscious of it and you're not doing something to sort of like make someone else's life a little bit easier, even if you are paying them to do it, mm. like you're a fucking asshole. Go fuck yourself. Mm. I also thought of one more um, kink, I guess, or quirk, rosacea. Oh, oh. Get out of here. We're ending it on that. We're done. <laughs> We're done. What would your aunt say? Uh, Brent, what would Aunt Ramona say about something she heard on today's podcast? I'm actually also really into piss. <laughs> <laughs> my Aunt Anne would say, now I Googled that Max Emerson, and oh my Lord, I haven't seen, I haven't even seen your Uncle Ray's butt as much as I've seen Max Emerson's butt. I don't know what to do. Should I like it or not? Should I follow? I'll follow him. I'll message him. My That's own. good. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't have one today. It's fine. That's fine. I'm Elliot Glazer. I am H. Allen Scott. <laughs> I am H. Allen Scott. I want that double. I want mm. that double. Yeah, because you got that last laugh on that segment. You so I son of this. a bitch. Yeah, sorry. Starbanes Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.